If the call of the shepherd is to die for his people, as we've learned over the years here, if he's going to die for his people, that presupposes that he has life to offer, right? And what I've seen, and what we're going to see shortly here, is that often that's not been the case. Welcome to the Kuyperian Commentary Podcast, where each week we have a discussion with a Kuyperian contributor or a guest about a published article or current events. I'm Steve Macias. This is episode 12. In this episode, we will focus on the subject of clergy self-care. Two pastors from different traditions will give an outline of the idea of pastoral life satisfaction. Our first pastor is Yuri Brito of Pensacola, Florida. He's the founder here on the Capirian Commentary, and he recently delivered remarks at the Biblical Horizons Conference on the issue of clergy care. At this conference, Yuri said that the life of the modern pastor is in disarray. The image, the modern day image of the pastor in this country is an overweight man suffering from anxiety and too proud to ask for help. It's, it's the wilderness wanderings of pastoral ministry. This phenomenon is so prevalent in our day that an entire new field has emerged to combat this phenomenon. A new field of clergy counselors. There are organizations all over the country offering this kind of service for pastors. Pastors who are addicted to work, incapable of being refreshed in one way or another, always overwhelmed and always deeply unhappy. This is where our second guest comes in. The Reverend Dr. Canon Tony Barron is the canon for clergy and congregational care. Um, our need many times is to be codependent on other people that are needs. It, it makes us feel good that we are needed by our congregation. And the goal really is for them to be dependent upon Jesus, not dependent upon us. And the goal is really to point them to Jesus. But how can this be? How can pastors who are struggling financially, emotionally, and with their health really function to point their parishioners to Jesus? The pastor's ministry needs to include a very heavy emphasis on self-preservation, on self-refreshment, if he is to persevere long-term in parish ministry, in parish life. So what does it look like in our lives to apply self-care? Here in the next few minutes, I'm going to allow Canon Tony and Pastor Yuri to elaborate on how to set boundaries how to cherish your family. What is life satisfaction all about? Because that seems to suggest that it's long-term as opposed to just narrow. Again, the research is pretty clear. In fact, most of the studies have been done in the last 10 years have actually been led by Duke Divinity School and University of Notre Dame. And their concern was whether it was Catholic or Protestant, what is necessary for clergy to really receive the sense of life satisfaction. And life satisfaction simply is an extent or the um, sphere of things in life that bring you great joy, to give you a sense of peace, of well-being. 
And so there's five spheres that we have to really work on in our life. The first one is the word work. That is, work is essential that is purposeful and meaningful. I would really ask you as you look at your ministry that you ask the question, why? Because why creates the purpose of why you're doing what you're doing? We know you're ordained. We know that you're called to that ministry. But why are you meeting with those communities, those individuals? Why are you engaged in C4SO? And the ability to answer why will create that purpose and meaning in terms of that sphere of work. The modern pastor today, the 21st century pastor, works 15 hours longer per week than the average person in the congregation. The second thing is, that even though pastors hear very often from the parishioner day in and day out in the counseling room, what ministers have generally found is that though people come seeking their help for counsel, very rarely do ministers share their weaknesses with others for the fear that that will diminish how the people perceive them in the pew. The third interesting element here has to do with the technological age. There's some studies and research done on this issue lately here, is that technology, though, has been a great joy for the ministry, and social media, and so on and so forth. Technology has made the pastor accessible at all times and in all places. And as a result, it is not uncommon for pastors to be constantly interrupted during vacation and trips, these things have become the norm. The fourth element here is that this is a consequence to the previous point here, is that when the pastor comes home from work, he doesn't believe that he's capable of metaphorically taking his collar off. Because most folks in the church, they work throughout the day, so the evenings are the only time that the people of God have to converse and to discuss issues with their pastor. Most pastors affirm that they take their cell phones to the dinner table every single day for fear of missing a phone call from their parish. Maybe you're one of these pastors who takes his cell phone to the table, who takes his ministry work into his family life. In addition to being an Anglican canon and a priest, Canon Tony Barron is also a doctor of psychology, and here in his section on the family outlines how important family is to pastoral life. The second element that's important in the second sphere has to do with family. You really do need to have not only a supportive family, but uh, just between you and me, you also need to have a romantic relationship with your spouse. What we found in all the studies that happen is that ones that have great marriages succeed in even difficult times. And so I encourage you to get the candle dinnered out, get the special events, write the cards, Touch, love, be kind to one another, and all the other things I can't say on camera, you know? All those things are really important to have that romantic partnership that you have. So the journey that you have as being a church planner is not that you're going by yourself. It, it really is a team effort. And so family is critical. 
Also, if you have kids, get them involved in that process because studies again indicate that life satisfaction comes when everybody's on the same page, working toward the same goal. So they're part and they feel like they're achieving. Pastor Yuri says that this process begins by saying no. No to all the extra commitments and prioritizing what the pastor schedule is. What I want to propose first and foremost is that the pastor completely restructure his pastoral calendar. Completely restructure his pastoral calendar. There are going to be emergencies to attend to. We all know that. We all have received those phone calls. But most emergencies are urgencies from parishioners. They're not emergencies. They're things that are made urgent by the parish life. And they're mostly things that can be very easily postponed to the next day. So you need to plan your calendar on priorities and the priorities that you establish. And you can't let others from the parish life or even from your own pastoral staff to determine those priorities for you. You just simply can't do that. Is what would they tell a younger version of themselves? And I had the opportunity to talk to some scholars, well-known pastors in the country, and I think you have a suspicion as to what they said. You know what their number one reference was? What would they tell a younger version of themselves? And it all boiled down to this. I would spend more time at home and less time away. I would invest more attention, time, and intimacy with my wife, one pastor said. Another said, I will tell a younger version of myself to not neglect my family as I did. And all the other references, I think I interviewed eight pastors, that was the one thing that found itself in every single list that they gave me. We ought, I'm sure we hear this too often. This is one area where we need to be very careful to invest our time in as ministers, in our family. We ought to love the church, but never at the expense of our families. Because in the ministry, we know this, in the ministry, there will always be hundreds of opportunities for you to leave them behind. We find ourselves very easily dealing with a family of orphans. We are there, but they don't feel like they have a father in the home. Yeah, you know what? Dad is here at night, but he's mainly here in body and not in soul. So this is what I've encouraged pastors to do when I've been able to talk to them is sit down with your wife and ask them a very simple question. Honey, what can I do to be more present in this home? What can I do to be more present in this home? In this final section of our podcast on pastoral self-care, we will let Dr. Tony Barron close us with the idea of economic stability and how finances play into our self-care. The fourth sphere is very important for us as we build together, and that's economic. And you're saying, well, Tony, well, that's the area that's really bad for me. I get it. I really do. There's such a strain on a family, especially when they're starting churches, is how do we supply really financially for our families? How can we have our family members not feel cheated? And you're making all these sacrifices, and people come to your congregation are driving that Mercedes-Benz or that pickup truck, and, and you're still trying to get along, and you're Ubering it for life or something like that. Well, the economic part is it's difficult, but let me say this. 
that you really have to have a sensible plan. That um, you have to make a decision as a team that you're committed together as a family so that you're not cheating the people that you love the most, the most important things of their life and some of the basic necessities. And so having a, a, a budget, an economic area, having people that are willing to support you from the outside are very important. But make sure that you're taking care of your family. What they need most of you is really your presence. Make space for them, not just make dollars for them.